This is the sports show we've all been waiting for. Connoisseurs of Sport features two sports enthusiasts who go beyond statistics to help you interpret the sports you love in new and refreshing ways. The scout will help you spot players and teams that have the makings of true greatness without having to rely solely on fickle statistics. And the GM will help you understand how it goes on behind the scenes, translate into what happens on court or on the field. Get ready, because no one else does it like the connoisseurs of sport. Episode 47. Welcome back to the Connoisseurs of Sport. This is all about Wimbledon 2016. I am here with the Scout. Scout? Yes. Are you excited about all of the rain delays that we've had so far? Look, I am a big fan of rain. <laughs> Apparently so are the folks at Wimbledon who have decided to only put one roof. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, one roof on their grounds. And who knows if they had plans to put another one up. It does take years to get that stuff up. I mean, hello, hello. Especially since they don't want to play on the middle Sunday and they can't play beyond like 9, 15 p.m. It's all <laughs> kinds of rules that they have. I mean, you would think. But they did play today, which we're recording. Today was the People Sunday, the middle Sunday they did play. Yeah. Um, and everyone got to see that wonderfulness. And uh, tomorrow is the round of 16 for all players. Everyone's playing on Manic Monday. Finally. I mean, we had people in the first round at the same time, people in the third round, and so forth and so on. This has been crazy. Yeah, and, you know, everyone's caught up. We'll see if that remains tomorrow. It's uh, the 4th of July in the States, <laughs> which uh, I'm sure they don't want to hear about across the pond. But anyway, before we jump in, are there any uh, snarky comments you have to let out that you haven't? I was going to troll the middle Sunday, but you know, (laughs) you already brought that up. Okay. So what we're going to do is start with the women, then go to the men or the ladies and then the gentlemen. So for the ladies, mm-hmm. I'm just going straight down, just straight down. Okay, um, we're going to start right at the top, and this is the fourth round, everyone, or the round of 16. Serena Williams faces Kuznetsova, Sveta. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that matchup? Hey, this is just like, I mean, every tournament, you pick Serena, I mean, you, you really can't justify not picking her to win. Yeah. But she's been struggling a bit for her. Yeah. We'll call it that. She, you know, she hasn't been winning outright or winning slams since. Well, I can't remember the last one she won, but the point year. is, yeah, it was, it was last year. She hasn't won anything, won anything in 2016. But the point is, could Kuznetsova beat her? Yes. Anybody can beat her. It's up to her. Exactly. Now, Kuznetsova, you're going to have to beat her. I mean, she can right. be crazy. She can right. be crazy. But she's gritty. She will not let you beat her. So, you, and that's she what... She will um, beat herself, right? That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Right. Yes, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. And, and that's what Sloane Stevens, unfortunately, found out um, <laughs> in the third round against her. Um, Serena, though, she played Christina McHale, fellow American, in the second round, had a tough match, and I that it looks like that helped her get back into form because she steamrolled back um, mm-hmm. in the third round. So you know we'll see who shows up 
I, I just think it's going to be Serena in the fourth round. Um, moving on. You have to. Yeah, moving on. We have Pablo Chinkova versus Coco Vandaway, an American. Yeah. Um, they're seated closely, 21 and 27. Uh, Coco Vandaway has a lot of power mm-hmm. off the ground. Uh, the question is, will she be able to wield it or will it wield her? Uh, that's what we have to find out. Um, also, the thing for her is if she – if they – if Pablo Chinkova gets her moving a lot, if she gets her bending down a lot, what's going to happen? I don't know. Um, Pablo Chinkova is going to have to mix it up, though, I think, to beat Coco. Or yeah. she's going to have to hope that Coco is just off. Yeah, you, you got to stay out of her strike zone as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, with Miss Vandaway. So um, she's been playing, I will say this, she's been playing with, in my opinion, a lot more confidence. Very confident, very energetic on the court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even in some of the post game um, um, interviews, you can kind of see. I think she's reached a point. Uh, where she's in a bit of a groove. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if she keeps that up, I think she's going to beat Pablo Chinkova. I think it's up to her. Yeah, Chinkova really doesn't have the power to stop that. Right. It's going to have to be, you know, a Martina Hingis fest for her. Well, I think it's like you said, right? She's going to need a little bit of help from Coco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's, again, going to have to mix it up. She's going to have to try to frustrate her. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Agavranvanska versus uh, Sybil Kova mm-hmm. in the fourth round as well. Uh, Radvanska is the third seed. Sybil Kova is the 19th. I think it's Radvanska's match to lose. Um, you know, Sybil Kova will stay in there. Yeah. But I don't, I, I don't see how she can beat Radvanska if Radvanska is playing up to her potential. No, I'm a big, actually a big Radvanska fan. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you bring up Hingis. Um, there's that a lot of variety in her game. Yeah, but uh, more power than more him. power, right? Um, she's tactically, I think, superior and very fit. Right to most um, of the women on the tour, so I, I like watching her play. She's one of those ones I'll tune in and watch uh, yeah. because of the skill level and, and the variety. She'll keep you off balance, that kind of thing. It's just you know when she gets into the more powerful players, she can be overwhelmed. But in this case, I think she moves on. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Um, we have Makarova versus Vesnina. Um, the two of them are doubles. Uh, really good doubles players, mm-hmm. both from Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, it's going to be interesting for them uh, to play each other. I know that because they are doubles teammates. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, how much do they know about each other? I mean, it's, it's really... I would love to talk to them in this situation. It'd be interesting to see what they say about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they so, I, I mean this is going to be an interesting one to watch because they know each other's game so well. You would think, you know, right. And you would think that. Um, I don't know. It's hard to call this one. I'm just going to say this, Nina. Why not? I was looking at the two of them. Really? That's my instinct. I know Makarov is probably a better bet. Well, she's a high-ranked player, yeah. but um, that, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's worth to you. Yeah, they're both unseated. Um, that's, whatever. Uh, yeah. Next is Halep <laughs> versus Keys. So yes. Number five C versus number nine. Um, it's a big match here, right? This is a big one. A big Especially one. for, I think, Madison... Trying to really break through at a slam here, right? Yeah. 
Um, I think it's safe to say she's playing her best tennis of her career now. This year, yeah. Yeah, this year. So um, something I would normally look at this and say Halep. Mm-hmm. Um, just from a, 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 the standpoint of, of being have, having been there before and, and having a history, or at least she's been exposed to big points and persevering through them, big yeah. moments, and Madison Keys has not, but this will be interesting. It will be. The thing for Madison is going to be, can she keep her cool? Because Halep will get to balls you don't want her to get to. Right. Will retrieve them. You know, she's only 5'6", but, you know, the speed is going to be a factor. Uh, and, you know, we'll just have to see. It, I think it's up to Madison, but this is... Really? The pre- yeah. I mean, she has more power. You mean she has the, right. You mean it's on her racket, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Halep is going to do everything she can to win. It's, it's going to be tough for Madison um, to beat her, but I think it's possible. We'll see. Well, the thing about Halep is she's aggressive. Yeah. Um, so she's going to put pressure on Madison. She's not necessarily going to lay back and do the counterpuncher thing. She's going to come after her in an offensive way. Yeah, especially um, that forehand. I mean, right. you get her on the run with that forehand, you'll get a cross-court shot going right across your face. So, you know, I, you just have to watch out there. We'll see. You know what, though? I'll say this. Um, she is a transition more so player. I don't want to call her fully an offensive player because she, she is a bit of a counter puncher too. It makes any sense. So she's like an aggressive counter puncher. If that makes any yes. sense. Someone who turns defense and the offense quickly and will be on top of you out of nowhere, that kind of player. Whereas Madison keys is just a, uh, hitting penetrating heavy balls, penetrating shots, that kind of thing. And I think that's why you were saying it's on her racket really. Yeah. She overwhelm her, but I like Halep, though. I like a game. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think you described it very well. That's what I was saying. On the, You know, you have her on the run with that forehand. Just watch out. It's exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying, the transition game. Uh, and, you know, Madison was coached by um, Davenport. So, you know, yeah, kind of understand that. Um, next is Doi, Japanese player, versus Angelique Kerber, the fourth seed. I just think it's Kerber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joy, I mean, it's great that she's gotten to the fourth round this year. I just think Kerber is going to be a little too much for her, um, especially uh, at Joy's size. You know, she's very short, so. Yeah, I mean, again, she's been here before. I don't see her in, in these situations more so, obviously, than um, he's wrong, than Doy has uh, to a degree, so. I have a hard time going away from Kerber as far as picking someone. Um, I don't know if it's much more to say about that. I would be shocked to a degree if Kerber dropped this match. Uh, But, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, Then we have Venus Williams after playing like nine hours straight, and then she got a break (laughs) today. Uh, Venus versus the 50-minute match. Who? She played well today. She it was like fifty minutes. She steamrolled someone. I can't think of who. That was Serena. That was Serena. Serena. Oh, you're talking Venus. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. See that? See that? Everybody? I'm not used to look. I'm not used to Venus. You know, hey, the way she's been playing. I know. Look, she won two, three setters in a row. Wow, yeah. and played up doubles. <laughs> I mean, this last one against uh, Kasatkina. I thought she was going to lose just because of all the tennis she had to play. And then that right. crazy rain delay that happened on one of her match points 
right before Concertina was about to serve. I mean, and her mouth was open and everybody's mouth was open because <laughs> we couldn't believe it. <laughs> so I'm just happy that she won. She's playing against Carla Suarez Navarro. Uh-huh. She's the eighth seed. Venus is. Carla is the twelfth seed. Right. This is going to be interesting. It is. It is. I will really see. I mean, again, uh, Venus has had a great year, which is obvious because she's back in the, in the top ten, and we all know about people trying to push her into retirement and how she feels about that. Yeah. Oops. She so, said, "Don't even talk about retirement." <laughs> but um, this is a tough match for her. Now, like you said, what is what makes this most interesting to me is her performance in that three setter. Yeah. Well, two of them back to back. Well, back to back, right? Because because. It, as we watched Venus struggle a bit physically um, with some of the conditions and, and, and things like that, we're not used to seeing her fight her way through things like that recently. I mean, we're talking about an all-time great here. We're not talking about her five-time Wimbledon champ, two-time U.S. Open and whatever happened. I'm not talking about that Venus, but mm-hmm. the that we've seen struggle. This is a little different. Yeah, right? Right? So... Um, the question is, is she back to some percentage of her old self? Yeah. And, again, she's dealing with someone that can play tennis. Now, typically, this is not her best surface, and we're talking about Navarro, as far as Navarro here. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd rather be on a hard court or a clay court. Yeah. Still, she has talent, obviously. Um, she has a single-handed backhand, which you know I love. She does, and which, you know, it's interesting because that, that is suited for grass court, so you'd think that she'd do better. Right, and, and again, this, these are like the children of Justine Anna here. Yeah. Okay, with her and um, um, Radvanska and people like that where they, they can hitch their very they're aggressive off of the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, great placement and consistency with their ground strokes can hurt you, hurt you on both wings, that kind of thing. So, um, but um, Jeez, this is a tough one. We want to get into the prognostication. And if you want me to pull out my crystal ball, I really don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, Suarez Navarro has only made it to the fourth round before once in 2013. Yeah. She yeah. was in the first round last year. Um, it's up to Venus. I think if Venus is healthy, if she's feeling okay out there, mm. I, I think just her experience, this is her favorite surface. Um, I think she's really uh, hungrier than she's been re- in a little while, maybe. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, so so we'll see. I mean, um, yeah, we, we, look, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not even sure what to say. They they both had, I mean, obviously, again, we said Venus, all-time great, and Suarez Navarro has had success in slams, um, including a quarterfinal finish in this year's Australian. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, but that's hardcore. Again, right. Like we said, hardcore. And at the French, she was a fourth round out this year. But that's also a clay court. But we'll see. She has a lot of variety. Yeah, who knows? Um, we've got, lastly, Shvedova versus Safarova. Also, two uh, ladies who play doubles. So I, I think it's going to be interesting for them to play because it's basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's, it's, it's uh, the mirror thing? Yeah, now Safarova is seated 28th, so I guess it favors her. I'm going with her. Why not? Well, I mean, yeah, she's the superior player, at least if you want to look at results, which I don't know what else you look at in, 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 right. in a one-on-one sport. But um, the question is, I guess, does um, Svetova have a puncher's chance here or a yeah. shot? Yeah, I think so. Right, but I, I, look, I'm not picking her. <laughs> and Safarova's coming through. She didn't have to meet Muguruza 
uh, because Sipalova took her out. I'm glad you brought that up because you know I, you know my crush on on Muguruza is Muguruza. I want to call him Muguruza all the time, but as <laughs> what I don't know what happened, but there was some discussion of um, her maybe mailing it in a bit. Yeah. Not being as concerned at the French coming off of, I mean, at the, at Wimbledon coming off of the French title, and did she need to rest between the two tournaments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, mm-hmm. um, I was saddened to see her out. Yeah, but it is what it is. Oh, she's gonna have. She needs to want it more than you do. Please. Um, yeah, I, I was disappointed in that. To be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of competitive spirit, I'll call it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, overall for the for the ladies' side, before we move to the men's, um, really, this is going to be a battle of forehands for the mo- most part. It's um, for the most part. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of two-handed backhands going on. Um, it also the battle of the second serve. Goodness gracious, the drop off there. We'll right, drives it. Um, and, and with Safarova, you're gonna get a lot of top spin. Yes, especially yes. up the forehand side. I mean, it's Junior Nadal-ish top spin here. Yeah, but uh, just overall, just overall, those things to look for. Yeah. Um, also, who can come up to net and be comfortable? Uh, you know, that's a reason why we mentioned some of the doubles players because that's a part of it too. Mm-hmm, so, right, the development there. Right. We shall see. Now. Top half, who comes out? Do you think it's Serena? Yeah. Yeah. It's always um, Serena until Serena loses. I mean, it, it's, it's always going to be an upset. Bottom half, who are you choosing there? I think that's a little more interesting. No, I don't know. I, I think... Um, yeah, I'll let you go. You know, I'm really looking at Halep Keys. I think that's an interesting one to watch. The winner of that coming out. Um, also, we'll really see which Venus shows up. She's kind of, it's strange to call someone who's an all-time great a wild card. Yeah. But she really is at this point. I like Halep coming out of this section. Mm-hmm. Out of the bottom half. Um, but again, Venus versus Suarez Navarro there. Yeah. That's uh, an interesting thing. And, and Curb is sitting right there as the fourth seed too, so... Um, yeah, she is. She's yeah, she's fourth, and Halep is fifth. Right. Yep. I just like Halep better as a player. Mm-hmm. So it's some bias there. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I'm feeling. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I think I'm gonna agree with you. Um, but even though Halep really hasn't had, um, well, she's had she had one semifinal in 2014, but then out first round. Right. This is what happens on the women's side. It's so hard to call. And Lindsay Davenport went on a, I don't want to call it a rant, but it was a little bit of a rant for her. She's so subdued and laid back, you know, about basically um, the lack of commitment to pushing through matches where you don't have your best stuff, right? Yeah. And that's why you see the volatility, to your point, GM. You see the volatility with people going out, Muguruza. In, mm-hmm. in, in this tournament, and, and, and some of the women just going out early on a regular basis to the point where you really can't, you know, offer a prediction. Okay, we're, yeah, we're going to move forward. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the only thing is, Kerber, I think, has an easier match against Doi, so she's going to. Oh. So presumably she'll be fresher. Who knows? But so, Simona, look here, Simona. Come on. <laughs> Next, the men's draw. Let's go straight down before we do. Mrs. Novak Djokovic is gone. 
Sam Query, the not-so-young American, took him out. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? The number one seed out. And I don't like it. But keep in mind, um, if he were to win this Wimbledon, it would be five in a row. And I think the only other guy to ever do it in history is Don Budge. So that tells you how likely that is to happen. Don Budge. Yeah, and we're not going to get into the history of the game again. We've been down that road. (laughs) Sorry, Don. Also, speaking of history, to go back to the women's side, you know, you were talking about, I think Nick Boletari, the great coach, was talking about Serena uh, and that, you know, trying to get that 22nd singles title from a Grand Slam and how that might be a problem. Yeah, getting over that hump. Um, A lot of people have talked about that wearing on her. Because that would she would tie Steffi Graf's record yeah. and that's the, the most singles titles of anyone, male or female, in the open era. Right. You know, before the open era was Margaret Court who has 24, but that don't count. Listen, yeah, like I said, we're not going to go down memory lane. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Djokovic, look, okay, he lost to Sam Query. Um, now, Query plays Nicholas Mahu. Yeah. Who we all know had that horrible match, in our opinion, versus John Isner, the longest ever in, in Wimbledon history years ago. Yeah. He was unfortunate. So much. You know, the, let me tell you something, and then let's get into this, because this... <laughs> I know where you're going. This lack of a final set tie break. We are not fans, I'm sorry to say. Let me, t- let me put it to you this way. I want to see really good, entertaining tennis. Just because it goes on forever doesn't make it entertaining. Sometimes it's a bunch of slop. Okay. It's like, it's like you say when when you talk when we talk about movies and television shows. What are the stakes here? Yes. Okay. I need the pressure ratcheted up via the tiebreak. Yes. And then yeah, and it's immediate. It's over with. Yes. And we can all like just take a break. What, what do I look like? I don't want to see these marathon matches that aren't good. Now, if you're giving me great shots, if they're doing just unbelievable stuff, great. But that rarely happens. Give me a break. So I think the tie break would generate that more so than this open-ended approach yeah. that they have in the final set. I... And that's another thing with them. One roof, you know, they don't play on Sunday. You got no fifth set tie break, so it goes on and on and on. That's why you have a scheduling nightmare every year. Anyway, yeah. anyway. so we have Query, the 28th seed versus Mahu, who's unseeded. Um, two tall guys. Yep. Rely on their serve. Mahu will serve in volley on you, so will Query. Yeah, I think he wants to do that. I think he wants to move forward and fin- and end the point. Um, yeah. Mahu would rather, obviously. So you have a contrast there. You have the big American, big, big serve, big forehand, right? Yeah, and that's typically what you get with uh, the big servers, the tall guys. Is, you know, two-shot tennis, first serve, yeah. forehand. They want to be done. Right, right. So. Yeah, so who are you picking? Do you think it's Query here or Mahu? The only thing I'll say about Query, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a letdown. I'm picking Mahu. Oh! Just because I like his game better. <laughs> this is a hope. I'm in the hope business here. Now, Query is decent off the ground now. and his He's solid. He's no Isner. Uh, we're not even there if yet. That's what you mean. No, he's not a stiff. 
Why? 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 I disrupted the GM, folks. Our fellow Americans. See how you're going after them, the fellow Americans. Let me tell you all something else, everybody. We don't just root for nationality. We root for the game. Okay, we root for the game. That you know that whole thing with Djokovic rooting against him because they were fans of Federer and fans of of Andy Murray and that nonsense. Come on, get some integrity. Really, you don't want them to meet Djokovic. I want to see Djokovic, uh, Federer in the semifinals. I want to see uh, if it's Djokovic winning that, playing Andy Murray in the final. I want to see that. That's entertaining tennis. It's not clear the road so my guy see, can win. You'd rather see Query Federer or Query uh, Murray? <laughs> no offense to Sam, but come on. Or Mahu? No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, moving on. Well, you know, we'll see who wins that. Uh, we have a Goffin versus yep. Raonic. Yeah. From uh, John McEnroe. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's trying to change his results. Really, I mean, overall, but also on grass. Yeah. Um, Getting some help on grass. I mean, Roundich, I think we know. I think he's a dark horse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, again, you look at the top half now. Yeah. With Djokovic, a huge exit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so you look around it, so he has to see at least a reasonable road, um, definitely, um, into the semis. Yeah, I think he, I think that really opened up nicely for yeah. him with Djokovic leaving. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he, he beats Gofan. Yeah, he becomes I, the favorite into the quarterfinal yeah. into the semi now. So, right. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I think he beats Gofan. I mean, again, Roundich one of the all-time serves. I mean, it's not just big, it's huge. And, you know, it's not... And he doesn't misfire as often. He's one of those big guys, but he's also accurate with it. Yeah. And also his second serve, again, he doesn't lose much off of that. So he's really going to put pressure on you service-wise. And then you have, again, the big forehand. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's a reasonable mover. Yeah, especially for his size. Right. So I don't think Goffin has enough for him. Yeah, he Gofan's right gonna have to hope that um, he's a little off on his serve, right, right? In particular, in placement of serve. Yes. Uh, if he can, if Gofan can pick up his serve enough, and can Gofan mix it up enough, you know, really draw him in, hit to his ankles. Yeah, keep the ball low. Right, slice him, and and when you slice on grass, you know, you really want to slice deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not short. I've been seeing some of that, and it's not good. And then, uh, and then also a blanket note about again the surface. It's grass, but this is not your, your father's grass here, right? No, yeah, anymore, right? Where the ball stayed lower, you had the yes. bad bounces. So you're seeing guys like maybe around it, so the hard court folks a little more comfortable on the grass. Most notably is is really a success, and also it was hard work on his part. But Nadal having success there as the surface maybe changed a little. Like it got a little better there. Uh, also hard work on his part. I don't want to say it was just that, but it is helping some of these clay court transitions. It really is. And I, yeah. yeah, I'm so glad you said that because we needed to get to it. Like you said, truer bounce, a little higher bounce right? than classic Wimbledon. Um, and it also helps uh, the, the players with the two-handed backhand. Yes. And you know what else I'll say? That's why I look at Goffin, who has a wonderful game, really. He's a very yeah. easy um, shot maker, very easy, natural player. But I look at it. I would have given him a better shot on the older style grass. Yeah, because of Roundich's height. Because of what you said. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, and next we have Federer, number three seed, versus Johnson from the United States. Sam! Steve Johnson. Steve. Oh, Steve. 
Sorry, yeah, Sam, Steve. Sam Query. Steve. Query. Yeah, I got him. And Sam, I'm, I'm, I'm mashing them up and making one player. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Johnson beat Grigor Dimitrov, everyone's favorite player who's done nothing. Um, He's been struggling big time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we mean, won't get in, into him, uh, please. So uh, <laughs> we got Federer versus Johnson. Of course, it's Federer. I'm sorry. Yeah, we really gonna. I mean. You know, Federer has the one-headed backhand. He has the beautiful movement. He knows the surface in and, in and out. He's got 17 Grand Slam titles. He saw Djokovic go out, and he's, you know, salivating. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll see what, what Stevie has to say yeah. on, on 4th of July. Okay, maybe maybe the fireworks will get to him. He'll get going and go more than three sets. The okay. fireworks are getting to me over here. Uh, hey, yeah, if you hear some pops, everyone, it ain't us. You know how it goes. <laughs> how it goes. Um, next in the top half is Chilich, the ninth seed, versus Kei Kori, the fifth seed. It, it, this is a rematch of the U.S. Open final, mm-hmm. I believe, from 2014. You are correct, sir. Yeah, and it's good to see Nishikori coming later, going into the second week here. Um, ever since that U.S. Open final, you know, it's been up topsy-turvy for him. He's had some, I think, some physical challenges as well, mm-hmm. um, where he's been playing through some discomfort. I'll call it. Yeah. Um, but here we are, like you said, with the rematch. Um, he's going to have to really be on, and uh, for Chilich, another guy who's got a great serve and his size moves well. Yep. Um, you know, it's a grass court. Uh, we'll see. You know, it, this is. It's just better for Nishikori on a hard court. Uh, right, right. Uh, I mean, I, I got to go Chilich here. I think Chilich will win this match. Um, the question is, can how does K get to him? Yeah. And he. Um, it's the same thing with these with these serves. You know, can he pick up the serve? Can he mix it up? Can he move Chilich around enough? Can he get to his ankles on the shot? That yeah, can he keep the ball deep enough? Right, he has the game to do it. Yeah, he he's he's gonna have. To, I mean, he's solid off, but I mean, we know Nishikori's game. I mean, yeah. you know, he's a baseliner, ground strokes on both, and consistent, accurate, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But can he keep the ball deep enough and stay away? Yeah, from Chilich's forehand. Yes, and if you're gonna be if you're gonna be on that side, you have to keep him off of the court. So wasn't it's, Michael Chang? Yes. About, yeah. 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 So you know you you can think that way. Now for the bottom half of the men's or gentlemen singles draw, we have Vesely versus Baldik. Now this is now everybody says Thomas Burdich, but he says Baldik. Yeah, he does. The tenth seed. Vesely is unseated. He beat he beat your boy team in the second he round. Hey, look, I Dominic is only twenty two. I should say our boy. I, you know, I just want I, I can hear the rage coming up already. Um, but Vesely, don't come from my boy. Vesely's six six. Uh, he's twenty two, so he's young. Um, you know, he serves out of a tree, but for his size, he does move well. He does have shots. He is willing to come in. Uh, bear deep to me, though. His game is just so effortless. Yep, With the power is a similar kind of thing. For the two of them to play, I just think his experience is probably going to uh, help him out. Um, he does love to drop a set. Bear Deke. I don't know what it is. The third set in particular? Third, second, somewhere in the middle. He just loves to do it. I mean, you know, he did that in uh, the first round and in the third round. 
um, already. So that'll this is going to be an interesting match. I think everybody, if you get a chance to look at it, do. Mm-hmm. These guys, I, I'm really interested to see what Vesely does in this situation. What are your thoughts? I'm Burdick. Okay. Or <laughs> Moving on. We got Tomic, 19th seed versus Pui, the 32nd seed. Um, okay, Pui has a lot of game. Yes. A lot of variety. And I think that can get under Tomic's skin. Um, now, you said that uh, people were saying on the tennis channel that Tomic is the worst athlete in the top 100. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I can't think of the guy's name. It was he and Paul? He was forcing Paul Anacone to agree with him. Um, <laughs> but obviously, we have uh, the Walking Dead <laughs> tennis player when it comes to to Bernie. Um, so the question is, Pui. Uh, I mean, I would take Pui just looking at game. Mm-hmm. But it's something about Bernie, man. He perseveres. Yeah. Now he now again, it's not like he's just out there. He's some kind of stiff. I mean, he has great hands. Um, it really can can hurt you from a lot of places. So it's not like he's just out there, you know, standing there looking like a fool. Yeah. He's just limited as an athlete. We'll see. Okay. Oh, you're not. You're not. Not, not what? Here. You're not gonna pick. Well, between T- Tomic and Pui. Yeah. I'll go with Pui. Um, okay, so you're with me then. Yeah, I love, why not? I'll go with Pui <laughs> just because. I like Pui's game better, but... Right, right, right. Um, Pui doesn't have the experience, obviously. Uh, okay, Gasquet versus Saga. The Frenchmen against each other here. This is a tough one. Gasquet is the seventh seed. Saga's the twelfth seed. Uh, I like them both. Gasquet yeah. has that wonderful... Uh, one-handed backhand. Yeah, we all know about that, right? I think we've talked about that several times on the podcast. Um, against a guy with a ton of talent who still doesn't seem to know or have an identity for yeah. um, at least three sets out of five. I, I mean, he can be aggressive. He can be overly aggressive. We're talking about, again, uh, uh, Joe Willie. And then sometimes he just backs off of everything. Like he's saying, okay, I, I need to chill out here and not play so you know yeah uh, I guess recklessly would be the word so it, there's a guy that's always to me been looking for an identity yeah um again he almost dropped the match to Isner mm-hmm. um but decided to you know roar back and win that and look um, that that was a five setter fifth yeah. set he beat Isner 1917 and it was not great tennis yeah. I saw it it was not great tennis right so Again, um, Joe Willie is 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 really um, great at beating himself. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna take the Richard. Yeah. Um, for that reason. Now, if Saga's on, Saga could play with anyone. Of course, yeah. And I would venture to say he can beat anyone with his A game. It's just you rarely see it. You rarely see it yeah, for, for an extended, extended yeah. right, right extended for a full match, right? Yeah, and, and plus, you know. Well, for three good sets, because no one really gives the A game for a full match, but for three solid sets, you rarely see it. Uh, Yeah, and Gasquet is a fellow Frenchman. I just Mm. think, yeah, unfortunately, I'm pulling for you, Sanga, but I got to choose Gasquet. Okay, last one. Yeah. Kyrgios, 15th seed versus Andy Murray, the second seed, and now the favorite by all the odds makers since Djokovic is out. 
do we really need to go here? Yeah. Now, you know, these two guys, they both have variety. They do. Oh, yeah. 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 They both do. I mean, Kirio said, look, I know I'm not the favorite for this to win. I mean, you know, I'm going to be playing against the whole country. Um, <laughs> this is a classic. Nice- classic. <laughs> Yeah, but this is another one to watch. I think I think it's going to be a very interesting watch. Um, can Kyrios keep his cool? Is going to be the question, yeah. and maybe he will. Maybe having the whole country against them is actually going to help him um, mix it up and and drive Murray nuts because we know the pressure now is on Murray, and he does not enjoy pressure. He does not enjoy it. Kyrios is always for. People that love, if you love tennis and you just like like watching a talented guy, yeah, he really can do it all. Um, the question is one identity again. I don't think he has a coach, so there's no strategically he's not necessarily there, and tactically those those elements are lagging. But talent wise, he's yeah, you know he can beat anyone. Andy Murray, we know he's brought. Um, um, Mr. Sunshine back back into the fold, Yvonne Lendl, <laughs> right? Who, who he's had his most success with, and also actually a, an interesting tidbit because we talk about Murray all the time, where he backs off, yeah, um, he's not aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. But when he Lendl's there, that's when you saw more of the aggressive offensive play. Yeah, because Lendl was like, "Excuse me, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, that nonsense is not going to work. Right, going to win or not." And it even manifested itself, just to bring this home and really nail this down, let you know what we're talking about here. It was stated that when Lindell left, Andy Murray lost six miles per hour on average off of his forehand. Oh. Now, just think about that. That's just mentally, I'm not there as an offensive and aggressive player. I'm just going to hit, I'm going to hit the ball in. And just a t- counterpunch everything I'll say. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, again, with Lendl back, we'll see. Does this carry him through? Again, we talked about Novak being gone. Um, even though he's on the bottom half, you still see that, that's just the uh, heavyweight, obviously, all-timer gone in his prime. Um, so, um, I think he beats Curios just because... He's been there. He's a Grand Slam champion. <laughs> it's just an experience gap. There's a gap tactically, like we said. Yeah. Um, so he's I think won that's this. A win. Right. Um, yeah. It, it's tough to bet against him coming out of this the, the bottom half. I think very uh, tough. Very tough. The thing, the, what I would say is, watch Curios's serve. Is he able to fend off Murray's excellent return of serve? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Now, Kyrgios has a, a wild game, but not the serve. It's a very compact motion. Yeah. Short toss right into the ball. Um, so I, I think if that holds up, he has a shot. But no, I, of course, Murray is the uh, the big favorite here. Yeah, I think Kyrgios is a few years away from developing into a serious threat at these events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now, what I will say, the bottom half, we are missing Stan. Want to make mention the ghost of Stan Vavrinka? Well, because Del Potro came yes. back. I'm glad you said that. Del Potro finally came back after three wrist surgeries. Yeah. Um, had a good showing. Did beat Stan, um, but then lost to Pui. Yeah. 
and, and see, that's another reason why Atomic, I don't know with Pui. Pui's got a shot there. He yeah, I like Pui in that. Well, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah we, we think he both took Pui. But, um, and, and again, I also want to say Kyrgios is coming off of beating uh, Feliciano Lopez, which is no cakewalk, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's a big game there with Feliciano. But with the only thing about... Beforehand. Yeah, but the only thing about Feliciano is serve volley. So, you know, Kyrgios yeah. can just pass him and win. Right, uh, also... I guess my point, mm-hmm. it, it still has to be a focus level, I think, there to beat. Now, again, he's not Andy Murray. Feliciano's not Andy Murray. But I still think he had to have some type of... He had to lock in for yeah. a stretch there. So you see some growth from Kyrgios. I'm just trying oh, yes. to balance. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a different different out here, completely different. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, since you brought up uh, Feliciano, uh, when he played Fognini in the second round, he beat Fognini. Uh, Fognini's coach, supposedly, uh, during the match, was talking trash. <laughs> and, Are you serious? Yeah, and Feliciano, you know, had to meet up with him after the match, and all kinds of stuff went down. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, now look, Fognini and Co. Calm down, because Fognini was in on it too. You lost. What are they all upset with Feliciano for? I have no idea. Just to throw that out at all the tennis fans, if you didn't hear, you heard it here first. <laughs> now, so you are you're choosing Andy Murray to come out of the bottom half. You said. Uh, yeah, I mean, I look at that. I look at him versus. I, I would like to say him versus Berdik. Berdik. Let me get it right. Um, is what I'm looking at. Um. Yeah, I mean, Marin. you got you got you got Marin there. Um, you do. Uh, you yeah, Gasquet maybe. I mean, that's about. Yeah. But I don't see Gasquet beating Andy Murray. No, I don't see uh, any of them beating Murray. Right. So. That's gonna have to. It'll have to be an Andy Murray mental meltdown. I don't, I can't take the pressure. Um, top half, you going with Federer or somebody else? See, I, I would say Roger, mm-hmm. Roger. Yep. But someone is, it's always someone that pops up and beats him at some point. So I'm trying, I'm looking at the draw at this point in the fourth round and trying to see who that can be. I mean, we talked about Milos, Milos there, um, Raonic, but I don't know if I buy him beating Federer. I don't know either. I'm sorry, I put, you know, I put Chilich in the bottom half when he's in the top. So Chilich would be the quarterfinal matchup if he beats Nishikori for Federer. Mm hmm. I could somebody giving him a problem. Pick somebody because we out of here. Federer. Okay, so we're predicting <laughs> Federer Murray in the final. That's what we're storytelling here, folks. I'm trying to make it suspenseful. We got it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, they won't be pushed to a third week, and we'll get all of this stuff done and come Let's back. Let's make it Wimbledon month. Uh, no, it won't matter. Well, they can't. The Olympics are coming up. So. Um, um, I don't know. We, we will see everybody, and we'll come back next week. We'll also talk next week about the NBA and the free agency, Kevin Durant, everybody else, all the big paychecks that are coming in because of the new collective bargaining. I actually may not be here next week because I'm trying to get a 10-dayer <laughs> in the NBA. So if you, if you don't hear from me next week... <laughs> You're playing summer. You're playing summer ball. Yeah, huh? I got a look. I got a look from a team. So, <laughs> all right, everybody, enjoy the tennis. Enjoy your new contracts if you're getting them, and we'll <laughs> check you next week. Listen to Connoisseurs of Sport every Monday at DailyDynamic.com. <laughs>